is Linda Lavid from Writing Then and Now. I am going to be reading uh, a contemporary work by myself uh, that I wrote. Uh, this particular story is in uh, Rented Rooms, which was my first collection that I published uh, many, many years ago. And it is a little mystery. It's uh, one of the more pop. It was a very popular story. Whenever I would go do readings, uh, people enjoyed listening to this story, especially when I did the readings in a library. So uh, here it is. It's called. Uh, uh, what is the title of this? It's called Luck. Some people were simply charmed with an overabundance of luck, serendipity. Who could explain it? Georgina Mars was one such person. Whether it was finding a $10 bill along a curb or getting her name picked out of a raffle box, she often found herself in the right place at the right time for no particular reason. It was a late Wednesday afternoon and on her way home from the hospital where she worked, Georgina stopped by the local library to look for hors d'oeuvres recipes for her niece's baby shower. There she found a dog-eared Betty Crocker cookbook. Opening to appetizers, she scanned the selections. Deviled eggs, jello molds, ham salad. Her face scrunched up as if she, as she wondered, did people still eat ham salad sandwiches? Suddenly a man planted himself next to her, uncomfortably close. Georgina readjusted herself in the seat Fleetingly, she cast a glance around. There were several empty chairs, and her first thought that he could be a very lonely man. But what could he possibly do in a public place? Not much, she, she consoled herself, and turned her attention to the celery and all its stuffings, peanut butter, cream cheese, tuna. Without warning, the man leaned into her. I need your help, he whispered. Excuse me, she said. His eyes darted left and right, then something was slipped onto her lap from beneath the table. A moment later, he bolted from his seat and rushed through the double doors onto the street. Georgina felt the weight of the package and froze. She took a shaky breath and looked down fearfully. Whatever it was, was wrapped in plain brown paper. Gingerly, she raised the package off her lap and placed it onto the table. There she thought as her heart there, she thought, as her heart pounded. Now all she had to do was stand up and walk away. Let someone else deal with whatever it was. But something stopped her. A frail script written in jittery blue letters read Georgina. She looked in the direction of the front door, hoping to see the man again. Was she someone she had known, an old boyfriend, grayed and wrinkled beyond recognition? Was the package a gift, long forgotten? It was unlikely, but what other explanation could there be? Well, there was only one way to find out. She closed the cookbook, placed the package under her arm, and went home. At the kitchen table, Georgina slipped her fingers beneath the folds of the package and loosened the wrapping, exposing a shoebox. Carefully, she lifted up the lid and found it filled with packing popcorn. She eyed the contents closer, debating whether to pluck out each curly cue piece or dump the lot of it. She opted for the latter, and grasping the box carefully, she went over to the kitchen sink. With an extended arm, she flipped the contents onto the basin. 
The popcorn spread out, exposing a brick, red and weathered. How odd indeed. That night, she couldn't sleep, and at 2 a.m., she took the brick to her rear window and threw it away. Roger McCover, McCulver felt lucky on certain days, and on those days, he'd take some extra chances. Chances like being outside when it was still daylight. Roger fished, usually by night, but sometimes he went out early to see how the biting was. Before he left home, he chose his bait and readied his line and hook in this case, a brick inside of a box. Roger fished for women, not to eat, of course, how crude, but to murder for sport. Oh, he wasn't proud of his particular pastime, but it was more fun than whittling or squeezing the pus from his boils. In his twisted mind, his victim chose herself. How? By wearing her name. It could be stamped on a license plate, embroidered on a bag, or printed on a name tag. He then snagged a woman's interest by giving her a nicely, a parcel nicely personalized. On this particular day, Roger went to the library. Two candidates cropped up in less than five minutes. Susie, the librarian who sat behind the counter, and Georgina, the nurse who worked at St. Mary's. While in the men's room, he made his choice, Georgina, and scribbled her name on the package. After dropping it onto her lap, he left the library, waited outside, then followed her home. Georgina lived a short two blocks away in a three-story apartment building. For several hours, he watched her through his binoculars, and once the moon was high and bright, he made his move toward the fire escape that led to her apartment. His beating heart thudded as he began his ascent. In the distance, a window sh slammed shut, and suddenly, for reasons only Kismet can explain, a heavy brick pummeled his head, knocking him over the guardrail, and to his precipitous and poetic death. Authors noted Georgina was indeed very lucky, a very lucky young lady. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.